Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. All right. Good morning, everybody. This is Ryan Seals here with FCA's Heart of the Athlete radio program. It's good to be with you all today as I'm kind of guest hosting for Ken Lewis. Uh, and with me today, I am super excited to bring uh, one of my favorite people uh, in the whole world, Andrew Enders from Nyssa, Oregon, is on the program with us. So, Andrew, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. Just glad to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, you're very welcome. Um, it's uh, just great to have you on the program. And, and before we get started, I just want to let everybody know uh, we are so excited this summer uh, again, to bring back our FCA camp at Northwest Nazarene University in Nampa. The dates for that will be June 28th through July 2nd this summer. Uh, you can find out all the information, get registered. We still have a few scholarships available uh, for those of you that um, could maybe use that. Uh, you just go to www.fcaidaho.org to find out all that info. So Andrew, let's go ahead and get started and delve into it. Um, man, it's uh, it's been kind of a crazy last 13 months. You are a sophomore at Nyssa High School and uh, your first year of high school, you're, you're probably super excited to get in. And, and then, you know, two thirds of the way through the school year, um, we, we get hit with the pandemic. Now, currently, uh, you're doing track, is that correct? Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. We just got done with our football season, but yeah, right now we're doing track. So, so kind of just walk me through um, what the last 13 months in, in high school and sports has kind of been like for you. Um, it's definitely been pretty interesting for sure um, with the pandemic and everything because, I mean, we're so, supposed to start football in August and everything, and then they just kept delaying it. And delaying it and um, that's my favorite sport is football and um, we're just kind of on the edge you know hoping that you know we get a play praying that we get a play and um, then they finally let us have it um, in February the end of February and so we had that um, and we only had to have four games which is totally better than nothing but um, you know expecting like an eight game season it was definitely a little different for sure with not having any playoffs or anything like that but um, I'm just glad they let us play. And then uh, we just started track a couple weeks ago. Um, I actually have uh, a track meet today. Um, and then on the side of that, they've been having basketball tournaments because basketball hasn't really been officially approved yet. So we've been having tournaments with our school in Idaho and places like that. So we're just hoping and praying that they're going to let us play basketball too. Wow. So – you know, last year, when when you're kind of finishing up your freshman year, you're probably planning on playing track. It, it gets canceled. You go into the offseason this summer, probably not able to do a whole lot, right, and, and on the Oregon side as, as a high school athlete right now. Um, so we don't know if you're going to have a football season. You go through the summer, no football season. They're still kind of postponing everything. You get through the beginning of 2021, and then finally in, in February, of this year you guys started football and then is, is that correct yeah that's correct it was um, 
don't know. It's just crazy because it was really shocking because going into that summer, like you said, we, we still had no clue. I mean, if we're going to even have a football season. So a couple buddies of mine, um, we, my dad has a gym in Ontario. So we're, you know, working out as if, you know, there's going to be a season, but going into it, not knowing was definitely, um, you know, it was a big question mark. It was definitely, it was just, I don't know. It was kind of so crazy, especially going to Idaho and watching them play football. And um, we weren't able to play, but um, we just kept, you know, working hard as if it was going to be and just praying that, you know, the Lord would let us have a season. That, that's got to be one of the most challenging things, right? I mean, oh, yeah. you guys live in Nyssa. I mean, you're literally right across the river from Idaho there. And yeah, you, you, you can probably get your binoculars out and look on the football fields of the Idaho schools and see them doing pretty much everything normally for the most part. Yeah. And you guys are still kind of stuck. And I, I can't even imagine uh, just the challenges and the difficulty that that would present. But, but praise God, you guys got somewhat of a yeah. football season in. You're, you're able to do some track uh, right now, which is great. And then uh, maybe you said you, you might be able to do basketball still later this year. Yeah, they're saying right now it's still um, postponed. Um, but they said, I mean, they're trying to get it approved, but since it's indoors, it's still kind of up in the air as of right now. But we're doing tur different tournaments and stuff in Idaho. So hopefully, okay. hopefully we get to have a season this year. Wow. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll be hoping that you guys can get that in too. That, that would be good if you could end the season strong. And, and then hopefully mm -hmm. for next year, going into your junior year, sports and everything in Oregon will kind of be back to normal. We can, we can pray for that. Um, yeah. Well, let's jump into, you know, Andrew, I've known you and your family for, oh man, probably a good number of years now, five, six, seven years. And I think back when you were maybe going into the seventh grade or maybe just finished your seventh grade year, um, you got introduced to FCA really for the first time. You, you came to, to FCA camp that year. Would you just kind of take us back to your introduction to that camp and, and just tell us a little bit um, about how you first got involved in FCA? Yeah. Well, first of all, um, before we get into that, I want to thank you, Ryan, for um, introducing me to FCA because FCA has done so much for me. Um, but yeah, you're the one who introduced it to me. I think it was my seventh grade summer. Um, I went to FCA camp for the first time. I was a little guy, you know, I was, I was a little nervous for sure when I got there. And I think my parents might have been more nervous than me dropping me off at the dorms, to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> But it was just such a cool experience. Right as I got in there, it was everybody was just happy and joyful. And it definitely took the nerves away from me for sure. And um, just the whole FCA camp is way different than any camp I've ever been to in my life before. Because I've gone to, you know, camps all over, all over the world, you know. Um, and I've never been to a camp like this. It's crazy because they have such high level of athletes and coaches and people there. But... So you, you know, you get to, you know, get better and hone your, at your sport, hone in at your sport. But it's really cool because the main part of the FCA camp is getting closer to the Lord. And that was unlike any camp I've ever been to. I mean, I've never been to a camp where you spend the whole week getting and having a better relationship with the Lord and spending time with people in your sport, getting closer with the Lord, which is totally just such an amazing experience that you wouldn't really understand if you ever if you haven't went to FCA camp. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, well, thank you, Andrew. Thank you for, for that shout out. I mean, I, it's just, I, I, as you know, like I used to be a teacher at a high school here locally, one of your big rivals out in Vail, right? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I used to coach football and basketball and tennis out there. And God got a hold of my heart as a high school teacher and coach with FCA. And when I first got introduced to it, I was just as excited as you, you know, Ken is the one that introduced me. And, and then I, after doing that in, in at the high school for so many years, I'm like, man, I, I want to grow this thing here in our area. And then a year or two after that, I think is when I met you and we got you going to camp. And it's really awesome just to hear about your experience. Uh, and, and, and for those of you guys out there listening, uh, Andrew has been to camps literally all over the country, correct? What, like what, what are some of the other camps that you've gone to? Um, well, okay, so I got one in Florida in a couple months. I got one in Alaska in a couple months. I just went to one in Arizona. Um, I mean, I just had one in North Carolina and Georgia um, not too long ago, a few months ago. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been all over the place, I feel like, you know, going to camp, so. Yeah, so you, you, you've been everywhere for camps, and it's just really cool to hear you say from the heart that, you know, FCA camp has just been so important and impactful for you, and, and you're planning on coming back this year, I think. I think I saw you signed up. And yep. Oh, yeah. That, that's awesome. Well, uh, hey, everybody. If you're just joining in, I am visiting with Andrew Enders from Nissa High School, who is a sophomore, uh, and just kind of getting to hear his heart and how we got involved with FCA and what God's doing in his life right now. Um, so that, that's awesome, Andrew, just to kind of, again, hear about your experience with camp. Um, after that happened, and, and you went to camp that first year, that seventh grade year, you went back to Nyssa, you, and, and, and correct me with this story a little bit, but you went to your mom and dad and be like, hey, I want to start FCA at our middle school. Because yep. Nissa Middle School, I don't think until that point had ever had an FCA program. Is that correct? Yeah, that's so yeah. That's talk correct. us through there. What did you do? How did you get that started? And, and why did you want to start an FCA on your campus? Um, well, so first of all, I mean, FCA was, I knew there's so many people that do sports, but, you know, maybe, and, you know, believe in the Lord, but maybe don't want to go to a church or may not want to go to something like that because, you know, they're may, may be intimidated by it. But I knew that I would be able to reach other people that maybe other people couldn't just because of my age. And I knew I could reach people in my school and um, just the way that FCA is. So I went to my parents and I talked to them. I was like, hey, I really, really want to start this. Like FCA really impacted me and I want to share that experience with other people. And so we went to the, some of our teachers in the middle schools, like, hey, can I use you guys' rooms every Tuesday? And they're like, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. And so every Tuesday we'd have um, a meeting in the middle school, and um, it was crazy. We'd have so many people coming. I mean, every week it felt like there's more people coming. And um, after that, it was really cool because people um, had a love for FCA like I did, and we ended up bringing, I mean, not last year was COVID, but the year before that, I think we ended up bringing 19 or 17 kids and we had like a big fundraiser and wow. it's just so amazing to bring that many people. So you guys started a huddle, you, you got to the end of that year and what yeah. you and your parents kind of helped spur at your local church at the time, mm -hmm. um, a, a fundraiser to help get your fellow classmates to camp. And so how many, how many guys, how many kids from Nissa do you think went to camp that year? 
Um, 19 is what my mom said, 19. Wow. So, I mean, that's just excited, everybody. Very exciting um, that God used Andrew, who came to camp. God took a hold of his heart. He, he wanted to go back to his local school. And he had, he had just the vision to get his, his classmates to camp to experience what he experienced. Almost like a revival there on, in, in Nyssa and on, on that campus. They fundraised. And they ended up getting 19 of his classmates or about 19 of his classmates to camp that year. And uh, man, I, I think ever since that time, Andrew, I mean, every year since and it was like 2018, 2017, one yeah. of those years, I mean, you guys have consistently now brought from this uh, 10, 15, 20 kids to camp. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like that you guys, uh, when I was talking to your parents, that you guys are going to be doing another fundraiser. Uh, coming in May um, to help get some more kids to camp this year. So that's, uh, that's really exciting. Well, th well, thanks, Andrew, for just kind of talking through your experience with SCA a little bit. Um, let's just kind of get in more personally with, with your um, relationship to the Lord. Um, obviously, FCA has been a big impact for your life, but, I mean, you obviously knew the Lord before FCA. Yeah. Like, how did you first get introduced to the Lord and, and share just a little bit about your personal, your personal testimony? Yeah, no, of course. Um, my testimony may be a little different from everybody else's, but ever since I was really young, I was raised up in the church and went to church ever since I could ever remember um, with my, with my family. But um, I do remember, I think I was, you know, two or three years old when I was down in that Sunday school classroom, you know. And, um, and I gave my heart to the Lord. And really, ever since then, I've just been serving the Lord and trying my best to do what the Lord is, you know, wants me to do. That's, that's, that's awesome. So how, how old did you say you were about? I think I was probably like two or three, somewhere around there. Wow. So, <laughs> so you were, you were super then, young. Were, were you guys living in Nyssa at that time? Yes, we were living in Nyssa and um, going to um, a church in Nyssa here. Okay. That's, that's really awesome. Um, I mean, did, did your siblings like it? Cause you, in, in your family, you know, mom, dad, you, you've got a younger brother and a younger sister. Did, did your brothers and sisters have a similar experience in you or are you kind of the, the goat in the family? <laughs> um, I wouldn't say I'm the goat, but I try to definitely, you know, encourage them and help them and everything. But I feel like they're probably kind of the same way, but I've always definitely tried to push them in that, you know, um, push them and help them. Um, grow their relationship with the Lord because I mean, I mean, what would we be without God? You know, I mean, yeah. we wouldn't. I mean, you know, what's our purpose in life without the Lord? I, so, I can't imagine, Andrew. Yeah, it's so well said. You know, right now, today, in 2021, after a pandemic, in our in our culture, our social media, I can't imagine going through life right now without the Lord. Like, I I honestly don't know how how people do it. It just, it just makes us, doesn't it? Like for you and your, for you thinking about your classmates, for me thinking about, you know, my community here in Fruitland and, and, and my neighbors nearby, it's like time is short, you know, how would you encourage a fellow high school um, student athlete, somebody that has a heart for the Lord like you that, that maybe is on the fence with like sharing their faith with people? How would you encourage them to step out of their comfort zone? Because I know for you, that's something that you've never had a hard time with, right? Because like when you, when you've met down here at your CrossFit gym, 
you yeah. bring your friends and you guys have done like a little Bible study, right? Yeah. Yeah, how, have- how would you encourage people like that to step out of their comfort zone and, and to step out in faith? What, what would you say to them? So, hey, like you said, Ryan, you know, life is short. And I really think about it. I mean, my close friends, I mean, I cannot, I mean, I want the best for them, you know, and I cannot imagine them spending eternity, you know, in hell. So I really feel like it's my job to be able to share the gospel with them and share the Lord with them because, I mean, maybe they don't know, you know, and maybe I'm the only person in their life who is able to share that with them. And um, I feel like, you know, that's why we've been put here on earth. And I feel like I need to help them out. You know, I really want to, you know, I want the best for them. So also. That's, that's, that's great, Andrew. I think I could so see you being a pastoral type in the future. <laughs> I really can. You just have that heart. Like you have a gift for people. You have a gift for um, just evangelizing people that are in, in your circle of influence. Have you ever had Andrew um, like a favorite Bible verse? Oh, definitely. Use? Like what, what's one, what's one of your favorite Bible verses or two and, and why, why, why is that so impactful? So my favorite Bible verse would have to be Philippians 4, 4, 13, for I can do all things to Christ who gives me strength. And um, really, the the reason that's my favorite verse is because, I mean, it takes the weight and stress off things off my shoulders because, I I mean, I know we've all gone through things where we feel like we're not able to, you know what I mean, tackle this big thing or this is too big and I can't conquer this, right? But if you really think about it, if it's the Lord's will and if it's his plan, it's going to happen. And that's his will. So it really takes just the stress off my shoulders, knowing that God's in control and God has all the plans and he already knows what's going to happen in the future. And so it really is like, okay, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to work as hard as I can to be able to do whatever it is. But at the end of the day, it's the Lord's choice and whatever happens is, you know, it's up to God. I think that's one of my favorite Bible verses too, Andrew. You know, when I think of that Bible verse, I think of Tim Tebow all the time. You know, Tim Tebow was, as everybody knows, the Heisman Trophy winner for University of Florida back in the day. He's written many books and a speaker, Tim Tebow Foundation. And he has used that Bible verse in his life. I think he actually used to put it under his eyes. Like, um, you know, football players put that black, paint underneath their eyes and they put it like he, he put a Bible verse there. And so when, when he would do that, people would Google Philippians four thirteen. I just always thought that was such a cool idea that he would get the gospel out there just by putting that Bible verse on his face like that. And, and he was the real deal too, just like you are, Andrew. So, you know, just as we start to close here, uh, we're running out of time. Um, but everybody, this is Andrew Enders again, if you're just joining us from Nissa high school, who's currently a sophomore, and uh, has been an FCA leader at Nyssa, and uh, it's, God's just been doing some great things in that community over the last few years. Um, what, what, Andrew, as we close here, what, what are some of your future goals and aspirations? What, what does God ha- have, have on your heart? Um, so for me, I mean, as you know, football is my main sport, so I would love to. It's, it's always been a dream of mine since I was really young to be able to go play football at a collegiate level. Um, and get my finance degree as of right now that's kind of you know what I'm wanting to do but it's still you know there's lots of question marks everywhere am I going to go to college I mean there's lots of things right so I'm just going to keep working hard and just keep praying and wherever the Lord leads me 
you know what I mean? He'll lead me and show me the direction I need to go. And um, that's where I'll go. So I'm just going to keep working hard and, you know, doing what I know I need to be doing. So, yeah, it's so good to hear your wisdom about being patient. Just like, okay, God, you guide and direct me. So often we just jump first and we just go. And then we ask God permission later. It's like, no, hold up. We should need to pray about this. We need to ask God what we should do and then follow in his wisdom. And um, if you could go, Andrew, to any college to play football, who would you choose? Oh, man, you're making this hard <laughs> on me. There's lots of good colleges out there. Tough question. Man, for football, I've always I've always dreamed about going to Boise State, playing on the turf. Oh, man, you know, he's so amazing, so awesome. I mean, I know there's bigger colleges out there, but I've always – it's just always been my dream to kind of stay close here and go to Boise State. So, uh, we'll see. I don't know. Whatever happens, happens. But that would be so awesome to be able to go there. Oh, that's awesome and exciting. God, I, I have no doubt, Andrew, that God has big plans for your life. It's going to be so fun to continue to follow you throughout high school. You're only a sophomore, so we, we get to see you the next two years and then follow you in college. Well, thanks again, everyone, for joining us today on the Heart of the Athlete radio program. And thank you to Andrew Enders for joining us today. Andrew, it was so good to, uh, to just hear from you and to hear what God's doing uh, in your life and what's going on at, at NISA. Uh, so thanks again for joining us. A uh, couple last things. Uh, we've t- already talked about FCA camp June 28th through July 2nd. That again is our all sports camp where we offer 15 different sports um, from volleyball to baseball to softball to motocross now. Uh, also for mountain biking and bouldering, a couple new sports that we're adding this year. You can find out all the info at www.fcaidaho.org. That again is all, all sport camp. We also have our FCA uh, wrestling camp coming up June 4th and 5th, as well as an FCA baseball camp June 15th through 17th. Um, The wrestling camp will be taking place at Meridian High School, and the baseball camp will be taking place at Nampa Christian High School. And then finally, uh, just here in a short amount of time, we're going to be welcoming in Daryl Strawberry. A lot of you guys probably remember Daryl Strawberry, the great New York Met great. Um, had a Hall of Fame type of career, uh, played for a couple of other major league teams, but we probably remember mostly for, for his time with the Mets. And uh, we, he's going to be our, our keynote speaker at our FCA Champions uh, Dinner event on Saturday, April 24th. You can, again, find out all the info uh, about that event and the times, uh, the tickets. You can get online. If you go to www.fcaidaho.org, we'd love for you guys to come and join us, uh, bring some friends, get a table, and just have a great night being encouraged and hearing from him about what what God has done in his life. So thanks, everybody. You guys have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.